the kick is away. And the kick is... It's good! And now for something completely different. Hey everybody, I'm Chef Tim Lopez. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. I work as a line chef and first cook at the Eagles Novacare in South Philadelphia. And this show is about taking a look at football through the foods that we all love. We're going to talk with players, coaches, chefs, and celebrities about the food culture of our team and our Eagles community. This is Feeding the Birds. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Feeding the Birds podcast. This is Chef Tim Lopez. On today's show, we have an interview with wide receiver Mac Hollins. We have an interview with Monday Night Countdown host Matt Hasselbeck. And then, finally, we have an interview with Chef Matt Esham, right from our own NovaCare Complex kitchen. So I got a chance to sit down with wide receiver Mac Hollins, have a conversation with him about his everyday eats, his go-tos in our cafe. Also, do a little talk about Backpack Mac and how he rides that bicycle all over to stay healthy and get where he needs to go to keep bringing it on the field. Let's talk with Mac Hollins. How you doing, Mac? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Tim. Oh, thank you for taking time, sir. I really appreciate that. I just came off of one of the most epic runs in the cafe. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. I think you came in towards the end, but we just did about five, 600 grilled cheese in about an hour and 20 minutes. I went through 24 loaves of Texas toast, every other stitch of bread in the house. I mean, we were making stuff on tortillas at the end. We couldn't feed them enough. They so. got to eat. Yeah, they got to eat. That's right. Did you happen to grab one of those? or No. You, I, you, you skirted that crowd. No, I ate the same thing every day. Chicken, lettuce, tomato, buffalo sauce, ranch, a strawberry banana, honey, peanut butter smoothie, and vegetables, whatever vegetables there. There you go. You have the same hookup for breakfast every morning. Same as that hookup right? for breakfast. You, you mind if I talk it. about that oh, one? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I love hooking this one up. Mac puts some tater tots together with some really fresh diced tomato. We do some chopped up pork sausage and four scrambled eggs. And, I mean, I, that must really power you through that early lift and early practice that you do. Oh, yeah, it's perfect for me. When I wake up in the morning, I'm my body's ready for it. I'll eat, and I'll be perfect until lunchtime. And then get those two chicken wraps, and then I'm good till dinner. You pretty much always do that? You stick to a, a pretty much same diet to keep yourself going forward? Yeah, I eat the exact same thing every breakfast, every lunch, just so if something's feeling wrong or my body's feeling different, I know that it's not the food because I've always been eating the same consistent thing. Because guys will feel sick one day or something and say, oh, did I eat something? And it might not have been the food, but they're putting it on the food. That's true. That's a good way to think about it. So Backpack Mac. Backpack Mac, man. I caught that dance. Everybody caught that <laughs> dance. That was awesome. Tell me a little bit about Backpack Mac. I actually didn't know the name of the dance originally when I did it. I didn't find out the name of the dance until after, so it's actually quite the coincidence. When I was in college, I always, really even since high school, but I always had a backpack with me. Like You'll see, like I always have my backpack with me. You carry a lot of snacks in that backpack? Keep you going? Yeah. I know I keep, you're riding your like, bike. You're yeah, riding your I keep, bike like, everywhere. all types so. of stuff in there. I just always have thought it's like the most useful tool. What's your go-to snack in there? If you're out riding your bike, you got to have so something quick. There, I got to have some sort of bar, like just a quick bar. Quick protein or, bar? Yeah. Anything like just give me a little energy if I'm just on one of those bike rides where I'm just feeling it, the wheels aren't turning. Any particular good eats in the area that you might jump on the bike for to go check out? The Penrose Diner is real close to me. Dude, I love that place. Yeah, so I'll go over there, especially when my folks are in town, you know, after a game or when they get in, they'll sometimes come in on Saturday. So I'll, I'll be able to eat that. I've always loved it. You got any favorites at the diner? Get the exact same thing I get here. Really? I get, I get, Man, you yep. are a creature of habit. I yeah, love it. Potatoes, sausage. I'm big on consistency. Yeah, so. tomatoes. They'll hook it up. There you go. So 
you're living in Philly, you're biking around. I know a lot of guys, the first time they come here, they got to hit the cheesesteak places, they got to try the pizza, they got to go get some wings. What do you got? Yeah, I've got the cheesesteak question a lot, but I actually don't eat cheese, so I never really enjoy cheese. I'll eat a pizza every once in a while, but for some reason, cheese on top of like burgers or Philly cheesesteak, it's just... Now, I think a lot of people listening would say, okay, so Matt Collins is not a fan of cheese. It's probably because, you know, he's a professional athlete. He's not trying to eat all the kind of bad things that a lot of cheese might bring to your diet. Is that the case, or is it just a personal preference? No, it's personal preference for me. I've really never liked cheese, even since I was a kid. So I guess it kind of works for my diet as well. It's tough for me. I'm, I'm around cheese nonstop, you know, and when we play the Midwest and we do a lot of cheese specials, it's uh-huh. really rough. You know? <laughs> just, you know, They say every good chef tastes his food, and you, oh, you can tell you by looking to. at me, I taste it quite a bit, so... <laughs> That's it's absolutely food. true. Yeah, well, you know, good food, but I could go a little bit less on the cheese myself. So I may have to borrow a little bit of image consultant there from you. But <laughs> So when you play in North Carolina in college, right, tell me a little bit about the food. I was not as consistent there. I'll definitely say that. I was quite the unhealthy eater. My nutritionist, Kelsey Gomes, she'll tell you I would beg for chicken tenders every day of the week. I convinced her to get one day a week, chicken tender Thursdays, like that, and I could eat the little honey buns with icing on them. Oh, I hear you. And an Arizona iced tea from a gas station, and I'd be good. The guys in North Carolina will tell you, I make some homemade chicken tenders, deep fry them, and then toss them in buffalo or barbecue sauce. The guys would always come over and we'd have them. You would make them for the guys. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I had a deep fryer. I mean, there'd be 60 chicken tenders. There'd be 10, 15 guys at the house, and we'd just eat good. That's pretty cool. When I was in college, I had a rotisserie oven in my dorm, and uh, I wasn't supposed to have one, but we had a lot of roast beef and turkey and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it it was dining. You know dining hall food, man. Everybody was like, whatever. So I was cooking even back then before I knew I wanted to cook. I was still hooking it up right yeah. before me. <laughs> Always making chili and everything like that. Uh, Are you a chili fan? You like, yeah. you like chili? Oh, yeah. We had a good bison chili the other day. I don't yeah, know if you're I, a big fan of that. No, I'm big on chili. I think especially when it starts getting cold. That's right. Yeah, we got we to bring that stuff, especially when it gets cold. Yeah. It's tough because a lot of times with the weather, October, November, we really haven't had too many cold days. Right. And I would put a chili bar on, and you guys are coming off the field, and it was 85 degrees outside. Yeah, this Here's weather. Tim with a big pot of chili. Right? And he was like, what the hell is the matter with you? I'm like... <laughs> It's October. It's yeah. not my fault. It's supposed you know? to be cold. I don't know what's going yeah. on. So, but I'm glad. I'm glad you like the chili, man. Love it's it. a lot of good ones coming down the pike for you guys. So I want to talk to you about something that happened during OTAs, something that is a little bit of legend around here. We've been talking. They did a little chop cooking competition over at the kitchens in uh, Lincoln Financial Field. Mike Minnis, our nutrition guy, along with Josh Hanks down the hall, told me that you brought some mad cooking skills into that kitchen. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that competition. It was a lot of fun. I was so glad we did it. To take care of your body, you kind of need to know how to do it on your own. You can't always you know, rely on somebody to cook all your stuff. So growing up, my mom was always in the kitchen, and I kind of was always in the back, you know, just watching. And then eventually I started cooking. And the majority of my skills, if not all of them, are from her and what she's taught me. So I really enjoy cooking. I think it's great because you can make it how you want it. If you make something one time and you don't like it, you add something the next time. And That's right. It was awesome. I enjoyed that whole experience, the whole chop competition. That's very cool. And I'm glad you mentioned your mom. She taught you how to cook. Yeah. That's really cool. My, my mom had a big hand. My grandmother had an even bigger hand. And uh, I owe it to both of them for where I am today. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that uh, your mom taught you to cook. For me, 
Pasta dishes, which happened to be in the chop competition, were big. She taught me how to cook a lot of those and, you know, a few other things. I haven't got the cookies down yet. She makes cookies every Christmas and stuff like that, like snowflake cookies and gingerbread cookies. And So the desserts is probably my weak point. So Yeah, it's my weak point. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a meat and potatoes barbecue. Yeah, guy. that's that's My wife way. handles all the baking because baking is a science, but cooking is art. I can just spread stuff out on the canvas yeah, and see just, who, who wants to pick it exactly. up. Exactly. So. Cooking makes sense to me. Baking is just... I'm not even sure how this stuff goes together. I love I love eating desserts. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> fresh eat bread, but oh, yeah, I'll eat don't, it. Don't ask me about, you know, how to do it. So. Exactly. I'll eat it, but very cool, man. So tell me a little bit about how you got into just biking around everywhere. When did you decide that you were going to do that? Just when you first got to Philly? Or? So in college, I had a pedal bike for like a year or two and then had a motorcycle for the next two years. And then when I came to the NFL, I was like, I mean, I can't have a motorcycle and I feel like there's no need for me to get a car. I live 10, 15 minutes away. So I got a bike, and it's really been the best, especially on game days. I'll pass guys on the team that have left 20, 30 minutes there before me, go. and I'm, I'm, I'm there. About. I mean, it takes. I come in pretty early in the morning to cook breakfast for y'all. I get here at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, and a story that I have that involves Matt, because he, he remembers this. They had just gotten back from Carolina, and it was pretty late. And so I pull into the thing, and all of a sudden I see this bike coming out of the dark, and there's Mac. Four o'clock in the morning. Yep. I say, hey, man, great game. Where are you headed? He's like, I'm going home. Yep. He's like, I'll see, I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, all right. Yep. There he was. So, yeah. <laughs> Reverse. It's schedules. true, people. Matt Collins rides that bike everywhere, no matter what time of day it is. Oh, yeah. So, no matter the weather, I'll make it. That's right. Well, thanks very much for sitting down with us oh, today, thank man. Thank you so much. It was really an absolute it. pleasure to talk with you and learn more about your food culture and everything. Thanks again, bud. Thank you, Tim. It was really cool to have Mac Hollins in the studio. And next up, we have our interview with Monday Night Countdown host Matt Hasselback. The SBN crew came in and they followed us from the back of the kitchen to the front of the house where Keisha and Chef Nidera were bringing it. The salad bar looked beautiful. They shot Chef Peewee hooking up his brand of wonderful things and wings that we had in the back. We also got out back with Chef Jason Bunyak and took a look at what was going on in the smoker and worked with Chef Matt Esham. We took a look at Andre and Gary over at the deli. I mean, they were everywhere. It was fantastic. It was a wonderful experience. And I had a chance at the end of that shoot just to grab Matt Hasselback and take him back to the Eagles production studio, sit down with him and talk about that food that our team produces for our Philadelphia Eagles. We just did a wonderful interview in the cafe where Matt fell in love with this sandwich. And Dude, bond me, bro. He's still eating it. Bond me. <laughs> it's really good. I came in wanting the Carson, you know, yeah. the breakfast sandwich, and you made me this. This is amazing. Well, Carson actually has two sandwiches. I don't know if you knew that. No. He's got his breakfast sandwich. He's got his go-to lunch sandwich. Which, which is what? Oh, that thing's amazing. It's on uh, whole grain bread. And uh-huh. it's got seared tomato, melted provolone, a little bit of mayo, smoked turkey, and smoked ham, and some of that bacon, all put together to crispy deliciousness. I didn't, just when I thought I couldn't love Carson Wentz more, I now love him more. Those two yes. sandwiches yeah. sound amazing. I love them. Honestly, this is so good. Stuff. It's not even funny. I'm just yeah. going to keep eating. Just keep you eating. Don't mind? No, I don't mind. Man. That's a sign of love for what Well, we came out. in to do this piece on you for our Monday Night Countdown show. And, you know, sometimes I'll reach out to people I know in the building, coaches, players, whatever. Hey, you know, what's a good idea? What don't we know about the Eagles, you know? Mm-hmm. Kept getting this, you don't even know about the food there. The food is so good. I'm like, wow, that's kind of weird. I was thinking, like, on the football field, but now I'm thinking about it. This actually makes more sense than anything else. This is what you're putting into your body. It's not always high octane, though. What's this, um, Friday? Oh, the junk food Friday, yeah. <laughs> that's a tradition we had for many, many years, and Doug Peterson's really brought that back quite well. We do a lot of different kinds of wings, fresh wings that we do in-house, a lot of gourmet pizza, we do huge amount of barbecue coming off of our smoker that you're going to have featured on your... Uh, Is that with this... Uh... Yeah, that smoked pork mm-hmm. belly 
came off that smoker. I mean, that thing was a labor of love. We love that smoker like it's another member of the kitchen staff. Like it's a living, <laughs> breathing entity. I love that How thing. many people on your staff? We have nine people on the staff, and there's a bunch of utility that come in and out. But we got a pretty solid staff. All of them have pretty much been here close to 10 years. I've been here 10 years myself. Who was the coach back 10 years ago? Andy Reid. Yes. Andy Reid is the reason I got drafted to the Green Bay Packers, so I love Andy Reid. There you go. I had a pro day, and only one team showed up. Andy Reid and the Green Bay Packers. Well, tell me what you ate when you were with <laughs> the Packers. you eat anything like that? Or so when I got, got to the Packers, it was very different. You had to go out and get your own lunch in the community. Like, they didn't really? have lunch there. So we'd practice in the morning, kind of a walkthrough in our uniforms, and then you would get in your car, and you would drive to a restaurant. Like, you would drive to McDonald's or Slotchkey's Deli or Subway, and you would, in your cleats, in your cleats, go in and buy sandwiches. So I would get for the quarterbacks a lot of times. Brett Favre was the starter. Doug Peterson actually was the backup. Rick Meyer was behind him. And then it was me on the practice squad. So I would go in and I'd get, like, Subway sandwiches in my uniform. And then that second year, we got, like, real cutting edge, and we started having someone cater lunch. And they would take it out of our paycheck. But it was like oh better gosh. food. You didn't have to go anywhere. No, and it's, it's really progressed now. now where I think teams <laughs> see it as a competitive advantage if like we can feed our guys right. right. And then also, at least from my experience, teams come together. This is probably the closest team of every team in the NFL from my vantage point, outsider looking in. I feel like this is a really close team. And a lot of times those relationships are built over a meal. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of camaraderie between the guys and our staff in the kitchen and in the cafe there. We love making them stuff to order because every single person's different and they all love different types of food. We try to cook towards their nutritional needs, whether it be gluten-free, whether it be a vegan type thing. We try to feature a lot of foods of the teams that we play at least once a week. We call it Devour the Competition. Oh, I like So this. what we do is we research recipes. I actually do it myself. I research recipes online and through a couple of chefs I know in different areas of the country and basically come up with that city's specialty, cook it for them, we eat it, we devour that competition, and then we go kick their butt. I love it. Well, I devoured that banh mi. Yes, you did. That was really yes, good. Did. And these chips are not normal chips. They're amazing. Yep, they're, I feel bad uh, eating them. but yeah, Homemade chips. Um, we call them Flick Chips. That's our company. I put some Cajun spice mixed with a little bit of uh, Caribbean jerk seasoning on there. So it's a little spicy, but there's a little sweetness to it. It kind of complements that sandwich. These are amazing. I'm glad you like them, man. Do you like any foods here in Philly when you come to town? Like, is there anything you have to go get, yeah, so, get a I mean, bite of? Everyone does the Philly cheesesteak thing, and I think I've done that, you know, and I'm sure there's just more to Philly. Sure. I kind of feel like when I played in Seattle for 10 years, people would say, oh, let's go get a coffee. I'm like, All okay, the guys, there's like more there's to Seattle totally more than to like Seattle. Yeah. some random latte. So I think Philly's just one of those cool towns. It's got a lot of history and tradition, but it's also got a lot of great restaurants. And I think back to the draft. I'm not sure even where I was staying, but the draft this year was so incredible. Philly did just an amazing job with the draft. I can't believe it's not coming back yeah, here. We, we totally should have got that again, Mr. Goodell. But well, anyway. they're trying to play nice with the Cowboys, it sounds like. But anyway, our is. meals during that window that we were here for the draft, they were amazing. When I played, my last team was the Indianapolis Colts, and one of my teammates was Todd Harriman's, and oh, he's an Todd former Harriman's. offensive lineman. Yep. He's probably lost some weight now, though. I feel like he's trimmed down since he stopped playing, but he had all the restaurants dialed in for us, so it was just nice. kind of like you hop in the Uber or the Lyft, and he just you, know, you show up wherever those guys were going. He would so. definitely do that, too. Todd's a great guy, man. 
Is there any go-to foods that you had from when you were a kid that you just like guilty pleasure? You have to have. So it. chocolate chip cookie dough, like batter, was okay. like my favorite. And sometimes I'd like to even throw it in the freezer and eat it like kind of cold. And so actually, the nutritionist in Indy made these like power balls. I don't think you cook them; they just roll them up in like a ball. And that's yeah. what we started having at halftime instead of orange slices, which is what right. we had since I was in kindergarten up until probably I want to say like maybe 2013. The NFL was still doing orange slices slices at at halftime and nothing else. So these Powerballs became a thing. And they're almost as good as chocolate chip cookie dough. And so it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, That's good. I'm glad you like that. We actually do a version of those here. Uh So the guys are doing exactly what you just said. We we have a version of those Powerballs and they hit them. Well, there's science behind what you eat and when you eat it. You know, I think that's the part that I never really knew. I just would get up and eat to eat and then wonder why I was yawning right before the kickoff of this crazy, intense atmosphere. And I got like a yawn going. I always wonder with the Junk Food Friday how they can just mainline all that barbecue and wings and pizza. But two days before the game, it'll blow through their system. It's something they really enjoy. And it's almost like a treat for them. You know, you work hard all week. You hit the field really hard. When you come in, you want to get something good to eat. You want to stay healthy. But a cheat day, Friday's definitely their cheat day. Well, it's funny, too. Like, some guys are so strict about their diet, they would never do a junk food Friday. Other guys, they've got a junk food every day. And so just mixing in, getting a little healthier for them. I know that's at least for me. My idea of healthy eating is like just going to the freezer once for ice cream at night, you know, not like finishing it and then going back. Moderation of your (laughs) food. Or maybe like mixing in some fruit with that ice cream. That'd be an example. Or like throwing a ton of veggies in my omelet in the morning. My basic like overall theme for eating is I just try to get a lot of color on my plate. Greens and reds and that kind of stuff. I think that's a good strategy, man. I see yeah. a lot of guys following that. They hit spinach quite hard. Yeah. Quite hard. I mean, we're putting it in the smoothies what for them. What about kale? Is kale like kale, a, a good superfood for them? I mean, you know, not only with the health benefits it has, but a lot of them don't like the taste, so they blend it up in the smoothies a yeah. lot. And we do baby kale, so it's a lot less harsh than that crinkly stuff you sometimes see when you go out. We try to take things that the guys are familiar with, put a spin on it, put a little twist on it, give them a little bit something healthy, but still have that guilty pleasure food. That's great. And feed the whole building, too. Not just players. Coaches. Yeah, Yeah, coaches, staffs. Yeah, staff. We feed everybody. I mean, from the guy sweeping up all the way to the top. I try to tailor to their specific needs. It's funny that you mentioned when we were talking before about you guys had to pay for your own meals. I talked to Harold Carmichael quite a bit, and when he was a player, he used to tell me, what you guys do here is amazing. When I, when I played, literally one of the coach's wives would bring in like peanut butter jelly and a loaf of bread and just sit it down on the bench yeah. in the locker room. He's like, and that's what we got. And that was it. And I think it's a credit to the ownership to decide to cover that kind of stuff. The team, the organization, making it a priority, making this feel like a family. I just know when you're a free agent and you're thinking about what team to sign with, the reputation of, say, this team is strong. You understand, like, this is what it's like to work here. I mean, it's maybe a little thing, but it's really a big thing. We take very good care of them food-wise, and from what I see in the rest of the building, everyone is really well taken care of here. And I like that the ownership and the management really takes it into account. you got happier players, you got happier staff, you have a happy football team. It's going to go kick some butt for you on Sunday. Yeah. So that's our focus, man. That's awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate the podcast. I appreciate the Bon Me sandwich. Never heard of it. I'm going to start finding this and ordering it. Good meeting you. Good being man. with you. Thanks for the interview, brother. Dude. Take care, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you believe Hasselback, man? The guy just kept eating those chips. He loved them. He loved the crunch of our fresh flick potato chips, let me tell you. 
And what I love doing is I love working with the chefs back in that kitchen. And one of the guys I've really gotten close with is Chef Matt Esham. He joined us a little over a year ago, and the man's food is on point. And everyone has noticed, from the coaches to the staff to a lot of the players, and we're going to sit down and talk with him right now on Feeding the Birds. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Tim. How are you, man? I'm fantastic. It's great to finally have you in the studio. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Uh, Things I'm really interested in is how you go about your daily business back there. Matt's pretty much in control of planning our menus out and also working our wonderful smoker that produces that amazing barbecue that a lot of you have seen through my Instagram account. So can you tell us a little bit about your day-to-day, Matt? Yeah, well, I come in basically in the morning and just start production on our lunches and help uh, sous chef Pee Wee out with dinner. You know, I make most of the entree, vegetable sides, starch sides. It's really been a pleasure working here and doing that for my favorite team, you know? Okay, so how do you uh, get that menu fired up for these guys? How do you make it really interesting and yet healthy at the same time for these uh, wonderful Eagle players that we have here? Yeah, well, you know, we're limited sort of to the lean protein side, so that eliminates a lot of pork and stuff like that. I know the guys are meat and potatoes guys. You know, they're not real fancy-schmancy as far as their appetites and uh, what they like. So I just try and plan the menus around basic, good, but well-cooked comfort foods and things that, you know, will fill them up, but also provide the energy and everything that they need for the practice and the games and so forth. Well, that's really good, man. I'm glad to hear that. We all work pretty well together doing that, but we also do a lot of different specialty stuff here, like with the barbecue, and we do a thing called Junk Food Friday where we hand off some really good chicken wings. We've got really good uh, ribs. we got brisket coming out of that smoker. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that smoker that you've been working? I know yeah. you've been loving it. It's so fun when we fire that thing up on Friday mornings. I get in here a little bit earlier. I try to get in, you know, 4.35-ish, get that fire lit and uh, get that smoke pumping. It's really kind of a primal thing. It's just fun building a big fire like that and putting these big you know eight nine pound briskets on there and 30 racks of baby back ribs and we've been smoking fish and salmon trout pretty much shoving like anything we can in that smoker and tell us a little bit about the smoker it's a lot different than the piece of equipment we used to work with we had a big kettle smoker it was about 20 years old it was kind of falling apart can you tell us a little bit about that new piece of equipment that's out there that cadillac you drive every friday morning that thing's great it's a big double barrel smoker has two smoke boxes two barrels on there um it has pool our shelves we can you know load that thing real tight full of all the meats that we smoke it came from east texas smoking company i believe they brought it up a gentleman from the company brought it up on the back of his pickup truck drove it right up here from texas at the end of august right towards the end of training camp so we've been keeping that thing just pumping out the goods for the boys since then Yes, we have. I remember that day. That was a hell of a day when they came in with that smoker. It took six of us to lift it up and flip it around because we didn't want to wait for the uh, yeah. the forklift. We were so excited to have our new piece of equipment going, so I completely yeah. understand that. And uh, for the wood, we've been using um, hickory, and then we have two kinds of fruit wood. We have pear and apple wood. Um, I think the next batch, I want to try some cherry wood. I think that would be really cool. Can you tell our fans a little bit about why you would use two different types of wood when you're uh, smoking different products? Well, some of the like hickory can be kind of a more harsh more strong smoke flavor and some of the fruit woods are a little more um, lighter and we like the fruit wood for chicken and for fish and stuff like mm-hmm. that but you know of course you have your apple wood smoke bacon right right which we have done yeah we've been Tim doing is, a lot of bacon recently man we yeah. just got on this pork belly kick uh we had matt Hasselback in here and uh, he wound up having a pork belly bond me that you and i worked on together and that thing was amazing so nice. to actually have that product go in the smoker pull it out and to be able to serve it for a monday night countdown interview that was an amazing thing to do and is there anything that you absolutely love to cook that you have shown everybody what you can do with it when you put it out there for consumption for our staff and for our team 
Yeah, I really enjoy cooking um, the red wine braised short ribs. I feel like I can make a pretty decent crab cake. Um, those I are two of the so. things that that I enjoy making the most. And I think that, you know, the people that come eat here enjoy them too. So, so and I know your mac and cheese has become somewhat of a oh, legend yeah. because you like to put a lot of different flavors in the mac and cheese and change it up. We had a crab mac and cheese. We had a jalapeno mac and cheese. I mean, you know, sky's the limit because yeah. you can just change the flavor profile yeah. and still get to the heart of what everybody loves about a good mac and cheese. So Yeah, mac and cheese is fun too. And like I said, again, that's comfort food. That's, you know, I want the guys to come in here and just feel like they have a nice home-cooked meal. As opposed to some fancy schmancy, you know, plate with a little tiny piece of this with some garnish. Just come get a big old plate of some really nice, well-made mashed potatoes with a big hunk of braised short rib. Nothing better than that. So, Matt, tell us a little bit about the people that, you know, come in the cafe. I mean, we're obviously player and coach focused a little bit more. There are some guys that really, really enjoy your food. And you know what guys I'm talking about here. You know, Coach Fipp is amazed by a lot of the stuff that comes off that smoker. And there's another guy... You know, Coach Peterson, Yeah, who's very happy with those foods. Can you tell us a little bit about their reactions? Right, yeah. Well, Coach Fipp, when we first got the smoker, he was real interested in it. He came through the kitchen. I took him out back and showed him we were out there looking at the smoker for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes one day. He just wanted, he was all in, lifting the hood up and oh, yeah. it like checking a, like, it out. Like a smoker master Yeah, he was class. real yeah, excited, and he's one of the guys that every week, you know, comes in. And we've actually been doing the smoked fish. We talked about a request of his. That's correct, yeah. And we've been trying to switch up that fish every week. Like I said, we've had salmon and we've had striped bass on there and trout and then uh yeah coach peterson he's a real fan of the ribs i think that come off of the smoker absolutely and i know that uh he requested a few times he, he likes this uh cajun it's like a creole alfredo type thing with crawfish in it that we make for him with penne pasta so yeah and you guys have done that a lot at dinner time right yeah that's you, mostly coaches for coaches dinners that we've been doing that for him it's cool i know yeah. we featured that one day in the cafe too as part of our action station and doug pretty much came up like three or four times it was amazing he's a big fan of crawfish and uh it's good to see that so yeah, something really you cool. might not know actually speaking of the ribs you talked about coach peterson likes the ribs brandon graham is a huge fan of the beef oh, ribs wow. that you did the beef That's back awesome. ribs. Wow. yeah he asks all the time about that and also we know he's a big fan of beef scrapple he comes in and uh asks us for that all the time we actually go out and we try to grab that for him anytime we can yeah. we wound up having that saturday morning for him so thanks for hooking that oh, up yeah, i man. couldn't find any and uh <laughs> matt went out and scoured a couple different stores in uh, delaware and managed to get the last three in the oh, house yeah. so we got it for you brandon we are stocked up on beef scrapple so you are set and we will bring those beef ribs back again won't we matt oh yeah for sure absolutely man is there anything else you wanted to add about the kitchen you know tell us a little bit about more of uh what like you I love said, to do back there I've been a, a lifelong Eagles fan, and it's been a real privilege and a real honor to be working here in this kitchen with all of you that have been here for a while. I've been here for a year now, and it's really been a great experience and a lot of fun. The birds are doing great this season. It's been a real joy, I must say, to be working here in the kitchen at NovaCare. It's been a joy to work with you too, awesome. man. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Tim. So, hey, that's it for our second episode. I want to really thank wide receiver Matt Collins for taking time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us and talk about some of his favorite eats and things that he enjoys. I definitely want to thank Matt Hasselback from ESPN Monday Night Countdown. What a blast it was to cook for him and interview him while he was eating what I cooked for him. And I'd like to thank Chef Matt Esham, who brings it every single day. Way to go, Matt. Thanks so much for your hard work. All right, so this one's going out to the fans. Fans, I love you guys. I want you to love us. I want you to rate us, comment. You know where to find us. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Wherever you get your podcasts. Give us some comments and tell us what you want to hear. The only way we can make this show better is for you to tell us exactly what you're thinking about your food and your Philadelphia Eagles. 
I also want to take the time out to speak about the two wonderful producers we have for this program, Ricky Shu and Brian Thomas. These guys bring it all the time. Thank you so much for your hard work on behalf of Feeding the Birds. This is Chef Tim Lopez, and we will see you next time when we take a step off the field and take a look at what's on the plate. Came in wanting the Carson, you know, yeah. the breakfast sandwich, and you made me this. This is amazing. Well, Carson actually has two sandwiches. I don't know if you knew that. No. He's got his breakfast sandwich. He's got his go-to lunch sandwich. Which, which is what? Oh, that thing's amazing. It's on uh, whole grain bread, and uh-huh. it's got seared tomato, melted provolone, a little bit of mayo, smoked turkey, and smoked ham, and some of that bacon, all put together to crispy deliciousness. I didn't, just when I thought I couldn't love Carson Wentz more, I now love him more. Those two yeah. sandwiches yeah. sound amazing. I love him. Honestly, this is so good. Stuff. It's not even funny. I'm just yeah. going to keep eating. Just keep you don't mind? No, I don't mind.